Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. We're so happy to have y'all join us again. You know, it's me and Liv here, ready to just have the conversation you've been waiting to have all week. We know, we know. So let's not waste any time. Y'all know what it's about. We're going to go ahead and do a quick little pulse check, see how we're doing. So Liv, how you living? And folks, let me just go ahead and tell you, she living life to the fullest right now, okay? We always try to live life to the fullest, okay? That's just how us Capricorns do it, baby. But yes, I believe my last pulse check was talking about going on the girls' trip that I planned with my Virgo bestie to Florida. I have now come back from that trip just feeling so re-energized once again from hanging out with dope Black women, relaxing enjoying enjoying the finer things in life all of those things I feel like that is truly what the doctor orders and it gets me right every single time so it was fun and we also went to Universal Studios which just made me feel like such a kid again and I realized why grown people love going to Disney World because it just really brings out like your inner child and it's just all around happy vibes so I had a pretty good weekend and Going forward, I have just been, again, trying to recollect myself, figure out what spaces I want to be in, so pouring into myself throughout my single journey, as they call it, (laughs) and uh, yeah, life is good. What about you, Lexi? Because it ain't about the destination, baby. It's all about the journey. (laughs) It is. And it's funny that you say that because I remember a while back, I was talking about my birth chart reading. And while I was on the girls trip, they had uh, told me about how one of the girls went to see a psychic and palm reader in Atlanta and recommended me to go see her. So I've been like, oh, toying with the idea. It seems like something that I would definitely do, but for whatever reason, I just am like so hesitant (laughs) to take that leap and have someone kind of like show me the journey before it's already done. But like at the same time, psychics date back to prehistoric times. So there's nothing really (laughs) to be scared of necessarily. But tell us you're you're scared of what the psychic's going to tell you without telling us you're scared about what the psychic's going to tell you. No, for real, because the girl was like, oh, she told me I was going to have one marriage with three kids. And it's like, okay, can you imagine someone being like, you're actually going to have four marriages? And I always say that like (laughs) I wouldn't that's exactly why I wouldn't go but at the same time I think I would then be also challenged to be like well actually I'm gonna have three marriages one child from each like I would take it as a challenge to challenge my destiny which the only person that would leave that looking stupid is me so again all the more reasons that I definitely cannot go to any type of 
those mediums. Yeah, please let us know what y'all would do in a situation with a psychic. Are y'all for psychics? Are y'all not for psychics? Like, yeah, because I really teeter. My dad <laughs> has seen psychics before and they've told him some very interesting things. But hey, at the end of the day, my motto stands we are on a floating rock, None, nothing really matters. And destiny's in the stars. So, regardless of whether I know it now or know it in five, 10 years, like it is going to be fine. I will be fine. Comes back from Disneyland. Everything is, is in my floating, favor. This is a floating rock. <laughs> nothing is <laughs> real. Nothing is real. Yeah, nothing is, is real. Do what makes you happy. It's like, okay. <laughs> Tapping into my little Aquarius moon, I would say myself. Yeah. Um, I, but what's been going on with you? If y'all are watching us on YouTube right now, she has these nice set of braids she got her hair done which we know is just a black woman's way to refuel and y'all I really I was trying to convince myself that I could manage my hair and that it was something I was going to enjoy but folks the older I get which I'm not that old the more I realize you pay for the things you do not want to do and you make the room for what you you just you make it you find the funds okay I do not want to do my hair and I also don't want to cut my hair off yet. So we're going to pay and get it done. It's looking nice and fleeky. Olivia knows I probably only will keep this hairstyle in for a month, but that's okay. That's my toxic, toxic trait. trait. Exactly. <laughs> that is her toxic trait. And I'm happy that she's taking accountability for it. But I am. I know. I know. So either way, yes, I got my hair done. Feeling great. Um, I just remember how much more of a like a black girl I feel when my hair is done too absolutely like you really get in your vibes and it just kind of reminds me that like that is why I'm obsessed with your lock journey I think just because I feel intimately a part of it like I literally saw you mm. the day you got locked up mm-hmm. and I was like just wait till their shoulder length like mm-hmm. and I always send you lock inspo like you, you're gonna be in the they gonna be touching your body like I know and so I just love that for you. So I love all that. But um, I've been busy. Things have been moving and shaking. A lot of, I am right now trying to lean into things are going well in my life. And I don't, know, girl. I don't yes. know how to like humbly flex. Like mm. there's things I'm very proud of. And there's a lot of things that I have I'm not even going to say that I manifested in my life because at this point it feels bigger than me, but I really feel like I am aligned with my purpose right now. And that feels really good, but I don't know how to talk about that to people. And so I found myself in a lot of situations where I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you're like, how are you doing? And I'm like, honestly, like really good right now. Right. Yeah. And so I'm secretly just trying to get this for myself and literally I want to spread the love so I'm trying to lean into that process of like things are going well and I'm getting like a little overwhelmed at times for about what that means but I'm right. really excited so I I, I love all of those things for two reasons so one I truly feel like we could have episodes on how black hair like just being a black woman with you know, so many different types of hair textures and like doing protective styles is literally like a spiritual journey in itself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like you're saying, when you saw me with my locks, I had to really like 
tap into some inner confidence because when you have those little teeny beanie locks, like some people like to call it the ugly phase, but it's like, you were literally like learning to love yourself in a different way. Every time that you change your hairstyle. So I love, you know, how you are pretty much unlocking your inner bad bitch when you, when you get the braids, because we love to see it. But also I feel like we could have an episode on the fact that we tend to our generation or maybe people just tend to, you know, um, like when, when we link up, focus on the bad things that are going on in our life because it kind of provides that like we're all struggling in our 20s like this is the these are the rough years and all that stuff which can definitely be true while simultaneously loving and appreciating the moment and space that you're in right now so I love both of those things it's so weird too because I feel like I am such the hype man for so many of my friends too you really don't forget the little things like remember where you are right now and I feel like I love being a part of people's like transformational times like Mm -hmm. your lock journey like some of my other friends were there like like I'm a shout out Ari because like you know she's always talking about going to grad school and getting like becoming a poet and now she's in her program I'm like girl I was with you in the coffee shop when you were saying this like that feels like such a collective win but then when it gets to me I'm like and I'm like right I know it feels so uncomfortable to like put stuff out there to be praised or things like that but I don't know I'm just I feel really great I feel deeply grateful right now um and I know that the things going on around me are like I don't even know what I did to deserve them um Mm. So it's just a really, it's a really fun phase of life right now. And I just know that the way my life looks right now, it will not look like this in six months. And that is deeply frightening and very exciting. And that's how I know I'm exactly where I need to be. And I have Right. Absolutely. And I think, I think that's why I also love these post checks because we're able to kind of like have a real life update in how our lives are going each week. Like your post check last week was very different like you're in the thick of it trying to catch up from coming back on vacation and now you're like hey I have now restored my peace and happiness in the space that I'm in and like I'm loving life and we'll just kind of keep seeing how each week progresses for both of us and yes we're doing so many good things Olivia I wish I could hug you and be like yeah 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 exactly exactly everyone that's listening this is just one collective group virtual hug right now so just embrace us um for this but we're super excited to get into our series for this week and now that we're done with our pulse check we will be right back Are you ready for the Black Girl Flow podcast to take on love? In this four-part series, we'll be moving through the different stages of a relationship and unpacking how we find flow and balance in all of the single and not-so-single seasons of our love life. We're talking embracing your singleness, self-sabotage, cultivating intimacy inside and outside of the bedroom, letting go of relationships, and all of the layers that come with dating in your 20s as a Black woman. So grab your popcorn and your wine as we dive into all things love and chat about some real shit. Hey everyone, we are back with our love series all about love. 
where we will be diving into some hot topics of being single in a relationship, cuffed, dating, not dating, all in your 20s through the lens of both Liv and Lex. Today's episode, we are talking about talking. We're talking about the talking phase, which I feel like our generation knows all too well and sharing some of our failed talking stages, boundaries slash communication within the talking stage, just getting into the nitty gritty of it and really unpacking what it even is to be in that weird space of not single, but you got a boo, you got a crush that you might be infatuated with, but y'all aren't like together together. Y'all are getting to know each other. Exactly. And I think this is comes at the perfect time because we are also on the cusp of cuffing season. Absolutely. So we are ha- we have hit official fall, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, I've been seeing lots of things on the socials being like, I'm accepting cuffing applications. And I really think that cuffing season embodies everything about the talking stage. Mm. It is everything dating is not everything it should be. Like it's everything. It's like everything being single isn't, but not everything that dating is in between. And you are so right. We are all up in that. So I'm pumped to be talking about talking because we're very different when it comes to this. (laughs) Just yet another topic that me and Lexi approach very differently. I think honestly, through the mind of my Capricorn brain, when I set my eyes on someone, right? It's like, I become a CIA agent. I'm FBI. I'm looking you up on LinkedIn. I'm looking you up on Facebook, Instagram, all of the interwebs, just so I can get more information on who you are, if you're even worth talking to, okay? I like to call uh, the phase, you know, where even before, like, you go on a date with someone and you've given them their number, like, a quick little vibe check on the phone, a FaceTime call to see if they're even someone that I would want to spend my energy talking to. The thing is here, even just what you said, this is getting to a generational, like, I, I feel like wars could be fought over the definition of talking. Because in my mind, we're talking, we're not going out on dates. Like, we're still in that preliminary, like, we might be hanging out in very casual settings, like, we're right. not going out on dates. But I know people who are like, absolutely not. We've been talking for X period of time, going out on dates, but we're not dating yet. So I feel like wars could be had just about the definition of what talking even means. But that's the whole point. It's supposed to be this super ambiguous. Right. And there's, there's ways that people kind of use that to their advantage or disadvantage in the situation because of that level of ambiguity. And I will have to say, I have used it to my advantage because I'm not be acting kind of, I'll be kind of like, what do you mean? We were just talking. <laughs> right, let's, let's get into it. Because honestly, I would go further to say that I haven't really talked to that many people. Okay, let's, let's actually put like a time on what could be considered as talking. Because I feel like if I've talked to you for two weeks, or less like actually let's say a month or less 
we weren't really talking. We were communicating. You were a friend trying, and I was just <laughs> trying to communicate with you and understand who you are. And ghosting could still potentially be on the, the table. table. I think ghosting can be on the table at any point. Let's be real. But that's Ooh. coming from that's coming from the girl who thinks she has a perpetual exit strategy. But Liv, I'm going to talk about the example that you checked me on in yes. my relationship. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but I feel like I've checked you on an array of <laughs> things. So let's hear, let's hear what this situation. I was, me and my partner were like getting to know each other. Obviously we had both met on dating apps. So like, therefore, because we were both interested in somebody, like interested in pursuing somebody and Liv was like oh when are you making it official that y'all are dating and I was like no I'd be really cool if we were just talking for this period of time and then she had asked me a question she was like well how long do you want to be in this talking phase because she's like because what you're doing is dating like you're going out on dates y'all are acting like a couple like you are doing the couple things you are a couple regardless of if you call it talking Lexi and I was like, I don't know. I feel like I should be doing this for maybe like three months. And you literally, you were like, who the hell is stupid enough? And then you gave a critical question. You were like, what do you expect to change in three months? That like on some Tuesday of September, whatever, like you're going to feel like you're dating now. And that was such the like eye opener of how using those like terms and categories kind of can stall you and being able to like show up fully in the relationship. So that's right. One of the few times Olivia has really, you know what I, that's so crazy because rarely do I ever feel like I actually give wisdom to Lexi. I feel like it's very much the opposite way around, but I still to this to this day stand on what I said then because honestly and maybe we'll need a guy to enter the chat on this topic because I truly believe that if you are in that kind of predicament where y'all are both comfortable not calling it anything and we're going with the flow that it can be very easy for the guy to become more comfortable with the idea of just having it be the way that things are like happening and there's no with no title again becomes this like weird gray space where it can allow people to have their cake and eat it too but if y'all have feelings for each other then just put it on the table and put a title on it but like girl are are you what you talking about you talking about boundaries you talking about communication you're saying that this is essential to the to the talking stage tell me more tell me more I mean I am a proponent of asking someone a million and a one a million (laughs) and one questions throughout the talking phase again to see if someone is worth my energy to see if we are aligned to really see where your head is at because my worst fear is finding out that we are two years into a relationship and I'm just now finding out that you're like some raging Republican, like to be honest, right? So I want to know about your political ideology. I want to know about your family. I want to know about all of these things um, 
that have to do with like the onion layers of who you are. So I don't have to figure that out later. So literally what I've done in a talking, <laughs> in the talking phases, um, I actually did this in my last relationship. I like sent him the Enneagram test. I sent him the Myers-Briggs test. I asked him you to asked for his me. social security number you ran his credit you, know you what? His I LinkedIn should have <laughs> asked for this man's birth chart all of the things and you know I can't I still to this day can't believe he did it maybe he was just bored we were in quarantine that could be definitely an excuse but I truly believe that you have to ask those nitty-gritty questions see no no you would see how someone is like I want to know less I the I don't want to know anything I don't want to know anything don't what are we doing so what are we doing here that's exactly the point that's exactly the point (laughs) that's crazy what do you mean that's exactly the point how could that be the point that's of not getting to know each other of just you taking up space in my life yeah, but in the bounds at which I would like them, to, I would like that to happen. Let's unpack that more. So why? Exactly. Like, <laughs> why would I, why would I ask all these questions? Because once I know, I can't unknow. Once I know I'm, your Enneagram so, type, so I'm going to start being invested. I'm going to start to the next. No, no, no. But I'm saying this is where I know that this is why. I'm a permanent resident of the talking stage. I'm the mayor of Talkingville um, because- That is nothing to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> like what? No, why Why are we? Okay, continue. No, because, because we can talk about how there is, there is some benefits to being in the talking stage because it allows you to practice making those clear boundaries and communications that if you want to be like hey I just want to have this type of experience with somebody you don't have to be in a five-year committed relationship and weave your life together you can simply get what you need if you're like I just want I just want the good night text and the good morning message like this is all I'm looking for then you get to find somebody who perfectly fits that so as seasons in your life are constantly changing you don't have to commit to a full relationship the talking stage can be a beautiful thing for you to test out all of your like all of your interests and stuff like that so but my thing is is like this is why you get in well I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna tell you about your life but I'm just saying about my life (laughs) it's interesting (laughs) because I'm like that's why I think Olivia is the worst single person is because when you start asking all those questions you're looking for a relationship you're not trying to keep it fun say less so that I don't get involved I don't get invested in you and you don't give me a reason to be less attracted to you because I could be attracted to your your chit chat and be like once we start doing those things and you're going to start caring about me and then I'm not going to we're not going to be able to undo that and then I'm gonna feel suffocated and then I'm gonna have to go and not really you're gonna want to date me and I don't want to do that so wow that is so crazy you know on one hand I'm trying to really grasp your perspective I think that your perspective honestly dives more into the masculine energy that you have because I don't really know if being perpetually in a talking stage with someone really benefits women I don't really know who it benefits like at all to be honest because 
the way that connections should work, like regardless of whether you're dating to be in a relationship, dating to marry or dating to kiki, wouldn't you still want to be with someone that like you feel you're aligned with? How do you really know if you're aligned with someone and their values if you don't ask those questions? That is my question to the mayor of Talkingville. <laughs> <laughs> please take the stand the thing is and that's what I'm saying is like so to an extent I think you're right like I still have standards right you know what I mean and I think yes. that like to an extent I'm not just out here talking to anybody I think you kind of naturally already find certain people in your tribe like kind of in your community or proximity but like are there some people that I'm like oh yeah they had some like outlandish perspectives but you just kind of like roll it off because I'm not texting you all day I'm not I'm not here to have chitty chat for me that's how I use the talking stage was like I'm not really here to do that I'm either here to just like have fun do fun things go see fun stuff right and just let that be that but like right you but that's what I'm saying it's like you get to tailor the experience I'm just saying that again I think what we're getting at is boundaries and communication are essential but also that's not what most people lead with. So right. it's like somehow what ruins but makes the talking stage. Right. You know, I, yes, I see your perspective and please don't get what I am saying of me asking a million one questions me like, that coming across as oh every time I'm talking to someone I'm looking to find my husband because that's not necessarily true like yes do I feel like I've been I have been pushed a lot of couple propaganda in my life where we're constantly shown through media that we have to have a partner and find the one and is that constantly like in the back of my head when I'm talking to someone yes but at the same time I also love dating to experience rather than just dating because we have the expectation to be in each other's lives for a long time but what I will say based off of your perspective I think that not knowing a lot about people provides for an easier ghosting experience because that's like a main difference between us you feel perfectly fine ghosting I actually feel like I need to explain to someone why I'm not going to talk to them anymore. <laughs> and that could be a toxic trait, or I look at it myself as courtesy, yeah. letting the other person know like, hey, you're cool, but I don't really see us talking. For, for example, okay? Yeah. I wanted to be on the record that I've officially deleted the dating apps, okay? Oh, done okay. with them. Be careful what you're putting the- on the record because that also means <laughs> you're going to use, we're going to use your own receipts to expose you. Right. I mean, I just truly do not believe I'm supposed to be on there right now. Like the universe keeps showing me. And it was through this experience where I was communicating with someone. I wouldn't even say that it was long enough for me to say that I was talking to them because it was literally two days of communication. Okay. He, we, we were talking he had commented about one of the prompts in my profile of me saying, you know, Italian food is overrated. He was like, oh, I'd love to take you out to this Italian restaurant. 
all this stuff. And it was a nice Italian restaurant that he had chose. I was like, okay, he's applying pressure. Sounds cute. Kiki asked him for his Instagram, gave me his Instagram, went to his Instagram, saw on his profile that said, how do you expect me to, okay, this was on his story, by the way. He said, how do you expect me to chase you when I'm the one with the money? Immediately blocked, unmatched, right? He's asking me hours later, did you follow me on Instagram? I'm not responding because (laughs) this is the stuff like, and see if I feel like if I would have played it by Lexi's rule book, right? I would have waited longer to ask for the Instagram. The story would have expired. I would have gone on a couple of dates just to find out later that this man is misogynistic, okay? So this is literally proof in the pudding that my method works. I have plenty of more failed talking stages <laughs> we could really put on the table, but we're gonna save. We're gonna and save I think that. that's ultimately what we get at, right? But like, if you communicated that you wanna use the talking stage, the cuffing season, the, the hot girl summer, whatever you want to do to ultimately get to that relationship or you're saying, I am vetting you to see how you fit in my life, then communicate that. Do I think if Olivia, and Olivia and I always joke that like, if one of us was a, was a male, then we would totally be dating or married. Uh-huh. But like at the end of the day, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't work it out. It wouldn't that work. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't work out. Because guys. it's like, then that also helps somebody like me know that like what Olivia's on is not what I'm trying, like not the energy I'm trying to match. So it's also like, oh, yo, that's not really what I'm trying to be on during this season. But that can, and I will give you credit, that can save you a lot of time. But I've been frank with people. And I think I said this in the last single episode of like, I was in the, I typically approach this in the business of wasting my time. And I say that with so many twofolds of like, I know how I'm showing up in this space. And again, I just know who and how people fit in my life. And I always used to say like, I worked a nine to five. Like I just didn't have time for anything until after nine. Like, Mm. so if you didn't fit in that and you had an issue with that, that was on you. And I just wasn't going to, like you're saying, explain to people why it wasn't fitting. It was like, nah, I kind of set those parameters. If you can't work with what that is, then like, that's fine. But at the same time, then like, I've also have to match that energy too. Cause then I can't go asking to be taken out on dates and weekends and all this stuff. If I only let them fit in my life in that way. So mm. moral of the story. And the irony is I'm not even in Talkinville no more. Like, <laughs> I know. Right. But I just, I cannot emphasize enough the, like the talking stage, even for those, i.e. myself that do not love those conversations. Like they're really important to have if you trying to get cuffed, you looking to cuff somebody, um, or if you're just navigating that talking stage and you're talking and then you realize you like the person and you really want to date them. Like it's for everything and nothing. Absolutely. And I just want to have on the record, Lexi, if you were a guy, I wouldn't be as out there with my, like, I am, believe it or not, y'all, I'm actually pretty discreet with the way that I am able to maneuver looking into people's history, past, social media, links, all of those things. So don't flatter yourself, Lexi, and think that you would have just cut me off immediately. (laughs) We're 
we would we would get in there I always say this three four years down the line <laughs> and just I'd have a note on the door <laughs> I needed something different I needed something different <laughs> I just I just can't do this anymore but yes let us know let us know what y'all think about the talking stage are you more on Lexi's side and what you know with the I'm going to take it day by day go with the flow you can fit into my schedule if I got time for you if I don't got time for you ghost or are you more on my wavelength with the all right, we're gonna we're gonna sort you out as soon as possible. So I know if I need to reevaluate and send back your reject your application or move <laughs> you to the next round. Please let us know. Um, always, you all know the conversation continues on Instagram at Black Girl Flow Podcast. And with that, Lexi, do you have any other thoughts that you'd like to add to this talking stage? <sighs> Stay safe out there, folks. I'm just the streets are cold right now. I can tell you that. I just know that I know a lot of people who are either making room for their cuddle buddy or they are snuggling up even more to the ones that they want. And this is fun. Like, don't let this stage in your right live. Like, we're being fed so many messages about what relationships should or shouldn't look like and that you need to be emotionally distant and like play all of these games. But at the end of the day, like, you know, figure out what you really want. Like you said, Liv, like dating apps are not working for you right now. Like, cool. Like go with the ebbs and flows of what's going on. But also just know the talking stage is gray and it's gray for a reason. So if you're going to be in it, know why you in it um, and know what you about and really, you know, set a standard for your life where you want that clear communication and those boundaries because it really does have benefits to it. And so- I'm excited yeah. next time to talk about the dating stage, which is never the stage I ever thought I'd be excited about talking about. Um, but I'm loving this series. So I can't wait she to said, carry the conversation on Insta. She said, I love it here, y'all. We love to hear it. She said, I'm done being on the streets. Well, look, y'all, we've loved talking about this episode. As always, you know, the deal, peace, love, blessings and we will catch you all next time bye all right that wraps up our episode this week don't forget to go check out black girl flow podcast on social media and even check out our new youtube channel to continue the conversation there we really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel and with that said See you all next time. Rest well, folks.